What's going on, everybody? This is Jeff J from the Fan Bros Show, and I'm here to talk to you about Nerdificent. What's Nerdificent, you ask? Well, I'm going to tell you. Nerdificent is a new podcast from comedians Danny Fernandez and Ife Wadiwe. Now, it's a weekly deep dive into nerdy subjects that you didn't know you needed to know about. You can get this show weekly every Tuesday, and it's produced by How Stuff Works, Network's comedy division. They're the creators of The Daily Zeitgeist and Culture Kings. Now, you can get this on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or wherever you find what you like to listen to. So be sure to subscribe to their podcast. And that's how we do it. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And what's up, y'all? Y'all are listening to another episode of Fan Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek for all nerds. The only podcast out there where we talk about geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And it is your boy right here, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. Bobby Filet, a.k.a. (laughs) Dr. Whose Mans is this, a.k.a. Keep That Same Energon When You See Me, the Beverly Trillbilly, Soldier 70 Spliff, Hash Tetrum. Reading Ram Bro, Lando Californication, the ghost in the shell toe, all those good things, but I'm gonna keep it short right now because I'm joined by Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of the blah, 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 the Grand Duchess oh. of the Tech. Whoa. Keeping it in, we keeping it in, we keeping it in. Oh, it's too fast because I got mad AKA, AKA Stone Cold Steve Flawson, AKA Jam in the Hollow Fam, AKA E Honda Civic, AKA Toffee Baratheon, AKA Lambo Calrissian, AKA Gin and Juice Urso, AKA If He Dies, He Dies, Ivan Yayo. <laughs> <laughs> really has a new one every week. I know, I know. And recovering is yes, it is I. It is me. It is Jeff J. A. The Ocarina of Timelines, aka Booster Gold Link, J Prince of Persia, yeah. oh, wow. Wilson, <laughs> Han Solo, Rossets. Bagger Vance Astro, Fax the Destroyer, and Legion and Juice. <laughs> okay. You bodied it with a J Prince show. So, okay. <laughs> Legion and Juice is up there as well. Though. I got to give you shots for that. Sure. Shout out to Legion. They actually got renewed for a third season, and I have not. I, I, I need to finish the second or catch up, whatever we're at right now, because I'm like falling behind. But I love that show, and that made me want to catch up now that they have a third season. Yes, sir. Yeah, because before that, I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to finish this out because, uh, you know, who knows? But <laughs> it's my know, I, Tuesdays. Yeah. You're having me on a on a bender, bro. Yo, I mean, every week. But it is an incredible show. If you're not watching Legion, to me, especially the first season, if you've never seen it, it's like, I'd say up there with Logan as my favorite, you know, X-Men properties besides the comic books. Facts. Okay. Yeah. I like it. You know, that's all I'm saying. But, you know, we got a really big show for everyone out there tonight. I hope you are subscribed on YouTube. Make sure you hit that subscribe button right there. Or if you're on SoundCloud, iTunes, any of those things, you know, wherever you're at in the world, hit subscribe. Thank you for being here tonight because it is 
Woo. It, you know, we, we've been talking on the show about doing a new segment, you know, where we talk mm -hmm. about, you know, health and, you know, things that relate to geek culture, but more so like self-help and just to, general well-being. Right. To help uplift your mental health, help. Like a lot of people have told us for the last few years that we are more than just a podcast that, you know, trashes people who need to be trashed and all this other stuff and, and and also bring to light some things that you didn't know but at the same time we help people with their problems and a lot of people have shared with us that sometimes we're the the best thing in their week and that we help them be more positive in life so we want to make sure that we are doing our job and we're doing our due diligence to make sure that we understand and we're delivering something more for the people who listen to us and support us mm -hmm. and like i've talked about this a lot on twitter before about how i feel like this dragging culture that we're in right now where every time somebody says something wild you, you know everyone on twitter just jumps down their throat and it's like ah look at what yeah. this dumbass said you know and it's like after a while all you're doing is bringing you know that person or whoever that organization whatever it is more light more attention than they really needed. And so I always want to strive on this show to bring people, you know, good things, you know, to hear about good things that are going on in geek culture, things that'll help you feel better about your life, things that can help you improve your life. There's all these different things. And I strive to make Fan Bro show. I think we all strive to make Fan Bro show that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's important. It's important. Like we, you, you're seeing even today, you're seeing the effects of, of what it means to understand that's the first part like you, a lot of people don't even understand what mental health even is and then mm -hmm. to see what people are going through or or when it happens publicly by that time it's too late so it's just important that we talk about it and discuss it and make it more commonplace and normalize the understanding that mental health is something that you should be looking after just like you're looking after the types of foods that you eat the air that you breathe all sorts of things you got that's part of that should be part of your well-being yeah, I definitely agree with that general, but I won't lie. You come at me with some racist stuff or some <laughs> stuff or you you uh, MRA or one of these other fools. Yeah, we're taking it back to 2009 on your ass and we're dragging you. We're dragging you so hard. We're, mm -hmm. You're going to be like, you won't even need a plot in a cemetery because you already be underground and you already surveyed like, yo, this is mine. All of this is mine. I'm taking this for myself. But uh, it's just the way some of these fans act as if they were the founders of <laughs> stuff that they stand for to the point of trolling people associated with the show who probably have 15 other jobs and don't really pay as much attention as you do. I know mm -hmm. wrestlers had that problem where back in the day where people took the kayfabe, where they made storyline uh -huh. issues seem like they were real life and that was what it was. Right. And people would think if you were a, a rap scallion <laughs> in the <laughs> ring, uh, you you were like that in real life and really wanted to offer you the fade. But people take that with movie stars, television stars, like yo, you know, you know those that's fake, right? Like like somebody, somebody, and I'll, you know, I'll I'll open myself up to jokes. But one of my my boys, uh, I posted a a, a picture when it was um what was it? National Headshot Day. I posted a picture. And somebody, oh, said, yeah. somebody said that I look like the um, <laughs> the villain in every Tyler Perry movie. And, um, <laughs> I I laughed, 
But then I said, yo, don't wish that on me because then you're going to have a bunch of women walking up to me in the in the street like, yo, I hate it when you treated Carly this way. I'm like, I don't know no Kiana, bro. I, I don't know who you're talking about. Okay, DMX. <laughs> no, but that's like, like what you were just saying. Like people treat these stars, these movie stars, everyone involved in these productions that we all love, you know, these franchises, all this deep culture from various aspects. They treat them like they know them or that you can just say anything to them like we even get this ourselves like we get all kind of people always you know coming out their mouth on twitter you know it's a little thing though compared to the amount of love we get well y'all famous so you know what i'm I, saying like i I can i can understand you're what? dj benamin and tatiana you know it's like i'm telling you when you're famous like y'all i understand the pressure like i i empathize with uh, i think only one of the three of us has a blue check by their name right. so that's all i mean famous. You know what we're doing Let's oh, start there. I'm sure, I'm sure. Famous is relative, but um, back to so my, me. my connection is messing up. I might have to luck. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of famous and speaking of people just going off and just something I, you know, don't want to talk about, but we have to talk about tonight is the actress Kelly Marie Tran deleted her Instagram or not her Instagram, all the posts she off her Instagram. Yeah. yeah, she deleted all the pictures off her Instagram recently. She's given no explanation why. But if you know the history of it, she starred as Rose in The Last Jedi. And ever since the movie has come out, there has been a insane, insane backlash to the film. Like, I actually had a discussion with somebody this weekend about, you know, The Last Jedi and why they didn't like it. And they actually had some good points that I could kind of understand. But this whole just like, you know, that uh, Rian Johnson ruined Star Wars is so crazy mm. to me because just a few years ago when Force Awakens dropped, everyone was saying Jar Jar Abrams. And I was like, that's crazy because that movie was pretty good to me. And I really love Last Jedi. And whether or not you love these films is one thing. But to go and attack people, to use racist slurs, to just do all this nonsense, just trying to, you know, make people feel bad. That's like I asked somebody today when they were coming off crazy, does this make you feel good about your own life? It and does. I, it does. I, it makes them feel good that they can potentially talk about or directly to their target of ire and not face any consequence. Cause that's the other part of it. Besides maybe people coming back at you, there is no true consequence when it comes to going at people online, particularly being this, this ant against this Goliath of a movie star or TV star or whatever they can be. People think they can get away with it. And nine times out of 10 in, in real theory, they do. Because who's going to go after this ant? Who's going to who's going to really hold them accountable? Now, granted, there are situations where the the greater public will turn the tide and actually go after this person. And that person ends up deleting their account, this, or this, that and the fourth. But does it really make a difference? Does it really stop? Like as much positivity and strength and such a, a tool that social media and the Internet is, is also just as dangerous. It is a known dichotomy that's been that way for quite some time. And when you give people a tools to enable themselves, they just become more what they already are. Like, you know how they say when someone doesn't have any money, they win the lottery. They don't change. They just become a stronger version of who they already were. And I feel that way when it comes to social media, particularly you giving somebody a microphone to speak directly to, as you mentioned, JJ Abrams or to Kelly Tran or whoever that they want to speak to. And if they're a trash person, they're just going to be even more of a trash person and be able to direct everything that they wanted to say to their target 
like immediately. They don't have to go through anybody. Yeah. And that's the biggest problem to me. See, a troll doesn't have a good life. If you ever thought about the history of trolls, other than treasure trolls, which are outliers, <laughs> trolls don't have great lives. And these people exude their pitiful existence by going after those who are quote unquote famous or celebs or in the public light. They have keyboard courage and it's also keyboard cowardice where yeah. they would never say these type of things to your face. Like yeah. I have a rule. If you're talking tough to me online and I see you're from New York, I will strategically stop talking because there's no more talking to do because if we can set it up and I ain't no, I ain't no fighter, but that's how, that's how I do because I'm not from this internet era. I'm from a different era where it's, we can meet up. You feel me? And, 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 and this was probably before I was like working for real, for real. And, and, and it was no risk at all. But mm -hmm. still, you, you have to, half of these people will troll you. And then when you say something strong back to them, it's <laughs> my bad fam. You know, I'm, I really love your work. I don't love you, dog. I don't yeah. love you at all. And you don't love the art and you don't really love this. And, and you think about the, the term fan. It's short for fanatic. And fanatics aren't the most morally or mentally stable people because they allow fictitious works of art or sporting events or anything in life that they're not a part of to dictate their temperament and mm -hmm. how they act towards others. And it, they're, they're, it's two sides of, of an extreme coin. It, it, they can either love you to the point where you need a restraining order or hate you to the point where you need a restraining order. And and I, I just hate how these fans will sully the the fandom around something that we love in geek and nerd culture because they can't handle change or, yeah. or they're just not rational. And let's let's keep it real. A lot of this hate around Star Wars is because they they're centering people of color and women. Yeah, so I was going to say the people who are seeing the worst of it are white males. There's also the idea, though, especially for Star Wars, that people felt like, but the thing is, this happens with every movie, and that's why it's so frustrating as someone who's been there for everything. Because when The Force Awakens dropped, they're like, oh, they ruined it. You know, and then when The Last Jedi dropped, they're like, oh, they ruined it. You know, and then it's so funny, too, because everyone is celebrating over Solo not making as much money as the other films have made in the past. And people are like, see, we proved our point. We no. worked out of this movie. But the funny thing is, The Last Jedi made buku dollars. So it's like, no. I don't I don't understand. Did they hate the movie by going to see it two or three times and now buying the Blu-ray, <laughs> yes. continuing to make it money? I mean, I mean, people and trolls particularly are miserable and want to focus in on that misery as much as possible and then amplify that misery by way of the internet. And then they link up with other miserable people and have miserable comments about everything. And yes, to your point is just, it's, it's pattern matching as well. It's just, Oh, I'm in a mind state where I'm negative. I'm going to seek out more negative things. It's easy. Mm. Hey, it's easy. Hey, real quick. If ruining a franchise is making it $4 billion, Kathleen Kennedy, please come ruin my life. Right? <laughs> ruin my life twice. Ruin my life twice. I want her to turn my life into a Jay-Z lyric. Let's get it. And, and isn't it ironic that the one movie that's closest to some of these fans' ideas of the ideal Star Wars experience, which is a white male lead, a white female lead, 
That's the one that did the worst. I mean, I'm just, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. It's just insane. And it's so like, you know, we just see this over and over again. And that's what I wanted to talk about too, because when I, when we first started the show, one thing that really bugged me out is I go on the internet and I, you know, promote, yo, listen to Fan Bro Show. And people, you know, the places I promote and stuff on Twitter, Facebook, et cetera, on social media, you would see a lot of this, you know, a lot of just this negativity about everything, nitpicking, hating, just, you know, a trailer comes out, oh, this could be trash. Why are they making this? And so at first it was really depressing doing the show because I was like, damn, yo, like this is what, you know, we got to fight against every day. But then I became aware of a lot of the people who really listen to the show. And a lot of the listeners, you know, would approach me on the street. I mean, just talk to us at cons wherever and the love and just the same feelings that we have for this entertainment. You know, the same type of fans that I, you know, like I say, I'm a Star Wars fan since birth. But at the same time, I've lived through the prequels. I've seen worse. You know, I know the um the original was the Star Wars Christmas story. Oh, God, it's so terrible. Like, there's all kind of terrible Star Wars stuff. So it's Damn. like, I'm not going to just hate on every little thing that comes out. And I meet so many people and so many of our listeners are that type of people. And so that gives me so much reassurance and makes me want to keep doing the show. and makes me love it because I know there's people out there who are like us and who are not like this insanity out there. And I know people get stressed out sometimes because when they're on Twitter, they say something and these type of people come at them. But just always remember there's more of us than there are of them. That's a fact. Like the whole idea of minorities is a, you know, bullshit ass, oh man, term, you know, we're trying to keep the curse in that woman to get this money these days. But, you know, like the whole idea. Your truth. Yeah. But the whole idea of a minority is a nonsense because people of color are the majority in the world. That's a fact. You know, that, I mean, goes without saying it's so easily seen. So it's like, we got to always remember that there's more of us than there are them. And there's more people who want diversity, who want to see a realistic world in film. Like we don't, you know, nobody wants to see every movie be Black Panther. I mean. Well, I mean, and for me, it's it's beyond just realism. Cause I mean, there's not, there's not necessarily realism in a floating cow in the sky. You know what I mean? But it's more so, it's more so seeing yourself in these stories because when you see things like Star Wars where it takes place in space and somehow everyone has an English accent, if you want to take it there, you go to England, there's more than just white people there. So I'm like, if every if you're just telling me that Great Britain got jettisoned into space and everyone spawned from them, well, there are Indian people that live in England. There are black people that live there. There are Asian people that live. Like, come on, man. Like, like, like let's not be, be so close-minded. I mean, some people are just trying to be closed minded and we understand that. Like, that's, you know, the sad part about it is, you know, no matter what, even though we have Star Wars, Star Trek, all these great franchises, X-Men, everything that preaches open mindedness, that preaches that we're all the same, you know, people still want to be closed minded. But we don't even worry about them around here. We know who our listeners are. We know who loves us. We know who we're talking to. So we just want to, you know, give people more ideas, more ways to help themselves. So if you have any ideas for that, a name for that segment some ideas for that segment, anything like it, hit us at contact at fanbros.com. And I think with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more fanbros. Hey, 
Hey, what's going on, fan bros? This is Tatiana King-Jones, and I want to tell you about a new podcast called Nerdificent from comedians Danny Fernandez and Ify Wadiwe. It's a weekly deep dive into nerdy subjects that you didn't know you needed to know about. Whether it's the mind-expanding frontiers of VR or the surprisingly exciting modern renaissance of tabletop games, they'll take you from the origins into the surprising future of each subject. Which is really a fancy way of saying they're going to go down a bottomless Google rabbit hole and tell you all about the coolest stuff they find. Nerdificent is a weekly comedic and informational podcast dropping every Tuesday. It's produced by How Stuff Works Network's comedy division, creators of The Daily Zeitgeist and Culture Kinks. They're going to examine nerdy things that are currently trending, such as VR, Comic-Con, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, tabletop games, and more. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, internets, and for everyone out there who's watching on YouTube, you're not welcome back. You're here for our segment that everyone knows and loves. It's called the Guac segment, the geekly asked questions. The Guac is extra. We answer each and every listener question, except that one about conferences <laughs> that we're not going to talk about right now. LeBron James, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> But if you have any other question besides anything to do with cons, I mean, us I mean, having one. If we want to talk about cons, ask the question. <laughs> oh, I come mean, on, man. Gonna, I mean, the question is, will Fanbro Show ever do a convention? Not to the never. Ever, ever, never, never. I, I wouldn't yeah. say ever, ever. I say never. You know why? <laughs> Because we do just fine with small to medium type of events. And then if it gets to that point where we need to do something very large, we're going to knock on the door people who have money. And we're going to make them pay for it. Shout out to Loudspeaker Network. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Loudspeaker Network. Word up, word up. Yeah. So but, when are yeah. we going to have a, a convention? We are not having any convention anytime soon. And if we ever do, it won't be funded by Kickstarter. But if you do have okay. any other questions, please send them in to contact at fanbros.com or hit us on Twitter at Fanbros Show or the Instagram at Fanbros Show. Yeah. And what do we have up first tonight? Now they point teeth. Red wine, apparently. First up. <laughs> first up is a question from DJ Rye Bread215 that asks, they ask. Who's has accumulated more wealth? CJ, <laughs> CJ from San Andreas or Tommy Ricchetti from Vice City? Right away, I was so mad at CJ because he never got out the ghetto. <laughs> no, no, you in the game and you're, you're still right. in the hood. You're still in the hood. The entire game. Yo, my man Tommy was buying mansions and yachts. You could have all kinds of stuff with Tommy. CJ was in the hood. But do you think because (laughs) CJ was in the hood and stayed in the hood that he saved more money? Ah. Lower rent? He probably blew all the money on customizations. (laughs) (laughs) 
There's no way. Tommy definitely got more of the money. <laughs> He's stuck in a perpetual pit. My ride. BJ was buying spinners. And, and There's no way out, he got more money. <laughs> shout out to my man, Nico Bellic, who had all the European money flowing through Liberty City. Yo, yo Nico Bellic. But Nico oh, Bellic was so grimy. God. The God. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> so grimy. I didn't Nico and CJ were both like, you know, they were like the brothers because neither of them seemed to ever really right. get that far in life. Right. Yeah, but Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, you know, Tommy made it. Like, no, no, there's no question here. <laughs> I was so mad. Yo, see, CJ's whole life is about shooting other gangsters. It was so <laughs> bad. It was like, oh my it's god. Very stereotypical. And then yes. we go back to what, what do we expect from the first leading black? GTA character. And then we go back to GTA 5 and it's uh, it's gentrified San Andreas. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, yeah. GTA 5 is hilarious though. But man. I love it though. I love, love it. it. Love Ooh. it. Those are some games, boy. Those are some classic. Great uh, question though. All right. The next one comes from <laughs> Darian, aka Ratchet and Dank. Amazing. Darian writes, hey y'all, E3 is right around the corner. Me, personally, I'm hoping to see some gameplay of the new Tomb Raider, and I'm interested in seeing more on Fallout 76. <laughs> what games announcements are you looking forward to? Uh, not Fallout 76. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was like the, I mean, th that's like a leak when it was like, really? Like, you know, that was like unimpressive. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I Fallout's cool, but it's like, it's just, it's like, you know, the, today they dropped a Destiny announcement. It's like, you know, okay, yeah. you know, it's like, all right. You know, Is it too much more the same for you? There you go. You know, okay. I'm looking for um Anthem, obviously. You know, definitely I'm looking for Anthem, even though that looks like it should be Destiny with flying. So it's like, I don't know. I'm always looking for that new ill joint, you know, the, the um what is it, Cuphead of the new the new you know, indie joint. stuff. Yeah, the new ill indie stuff. The, the, the big names, the AAA games, you know, it's hit or miss, really. And usually more miss than hit. Mm. Yeah. Well, one thing that is happening, and I want everybody to make sure, everybody listen to make sure that they do, is to make sure you're checking out fanbros.com because Uncolored Page, with his amazing video game reviews, he's going to be covering every day of E3. And in addition, we have somebody on the ground at E3 who's going to be there every single day. I know DJ Ben Amin is going to be one of them as well. He's uh, You're going to be there like second half of it, right? Yeah, I'll be out there. You know, I might be playing a few games. You might see me around, you know. So if you see me, say what up, you know, I'll be out at E3. I might have to put it in my Twitter and all that good stuff. Hey, good. I'm, I'm jealous as hell, by the way. That's That's been my, that's been one of my dreams since I was in middle school. Was it middle school when E3 came out? Wait, when did E3 yeah. start? Was I in middle school, though? Well, Regardless of when it came out, I have always wanted to go. That's been that's a dream. crazy. I I'm, I mean, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll be more amped once the week rolls up and I know it's really hitting. Right now, I'm like, you know, we'll see. But, you know, it, I'm not as hyped yet. I, I don't ever really get hyped for E3. I get hyped when I start hearing the announcements. Yeah, uh, that, that's, that, that might be what it is. That being said, uh, I'd love to see some gameplay of Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yes. Time of that. Oh, no, I was in elementary school. This shit started in 95. Mm, wow. I was definitely elementary Man, school. We even going. <laughs> yeah but like like she said make sure you're and also our instagram is going to be so lit netsuite for e3 i mean it's gonna be out of control so make sure you're following us on there at fan show Thank and you. what do we have up next up next we have from our very own uncolored page he writes with how the pusha t and drake beef went with pusha now being called pusha thanos 
What comic book villain would you be afraid of dissing you? Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Right oh. away. Because he would be like, he'd be the worst because he would be that dude who just does not stop. Yes. You know, like follow you through the school hallways, just going and going. And half of the jokes would be terrible, but everybody would still be laughing because he would not stop, you know, and he'd find that one thing about you that was just effed up that day and he would just be going and going and going. And I hated them type of people. And, right. I- and that's not even a comic book villain. That's the, that's the coldest part about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he would be the worst. He would absolutely the worst. Well, would there be like a worst villain though? Like if he came at you with some bars, you'd just be like, fuck. Damn, the messed up thing right now is all I'm thinking about because the other person I was gonna say is uh Professor X, who's a villain. So if it, yeah, Professor X, because you know, somebody who can read your thoughts and find out everything terrible about oh. you and then bring that shit to light. <laughs> so Ben, I'll see your Professor X Mm-mm. and bring Uh-oh. you Emma Frost. Oh, oh she read your mind. She's vindictive. She's going to, she is going to spill tea and scald yes. your skin. She's vindictive and petty. Because she she doesn't just read your mind. She finds that shit and she dealt she deals you like she puts the mirror up to your face and then like picks the nastiest, most callous things to say. And it'd be facts. <laughs> and she'd probably do that and be like, You mad? You mad? You mad? Oh, I'm lying. Should I read your mind again? Are you going to use a <laughs> mental inhibitor? Maybe you should next time you try to test me, my dear. Now but, go run out and play. But coming from her, I might like that. So I don't know. <laughs> Yo, I said it was going to be hard. I said it was going to be bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, Emma Frost, the, you know, white queen, black queen, that's a lot of childhood memories right there for me. You know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one alone. She's gonna be yeah. with the toes out and shit. Ooh, I'm gonna leave that alone. The next question comes from John the Don. <laughs> I like how we just move it on. All right. <laughs> John the Don. John the Thon questions. Or I almost said Thon. John the Thong. Um, thoughts on solo? Mm-hmm. Well, um, so you guys noticed that we did not have an individually wrapped video specifically to review solo. There's a reason for that. Um, I know Ben had his own reasons. <laughs> I mean, I, I enjoyed solo. You know, it was like I enjoyed solo. Yeah, but, and, but it's like, yeah. But that's that's it. Yeah, that's it. Like, I enjoyed it. You know, I thought uh, Donald Glover was great for the (laughs) brief instances that he was in there. You sound so convincing. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I thought Donald Glover was like, you know, it was good, but it was like... I thought he was like... Yeah, yeah. it wasn't like, oh my God, you know, now I got to see a Lando film. Really, it was like, oh my God, I really don't need to see any more prequel stories. Like, Unless they're like set far away from these people. From the people. Well, I actually preferred to have seen a Lando film to begin with. Yeah. And I still want to see a Lando film, but I will say it definitely cooled me down this this <laughs> this story because I never wanted to see Han Solo in the first place, to be quite honest with you. Like, and when I say that, I don't mean it in a hateful way. Like I wasn't like, oh, I don't want to no. What I'm saying is I wasn't interested. When people were saying, oh, Solo come out, you excited? I'm like, no. 
And I wasn't trying to be petty or rude or anything. It's just I, I legitimately did not have a a feeling of longing to see this film. And then when uh, Jeff and I saw it together at a press screening, and when it was over, we were like, yeah, good film. But it wasn't, and and perhaps it's because we came off the, the tidal wave that was Infinity War, and then we had our, and I don't know if this was before we saw, or after we saw Deadpool, but we basically had very high, lofty feelings from these other movies that we came off of. And then we saw Solo, and it was kind of like, okay. It, 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 at least that's how I felt. I didn't feel like I, I reached some precipice of, of entertainment. It was just like, oh, okay, cool. This is mid-level. I'm good. See y'all later. Yeah, well, with me, I enjoyed Solo. And I think it's cool to enjoy a movie and not be overhyped about it. If yeah. it's good, it's yeah. good. Yeah. I think if, it's, if, you, if you're a Star Wars fan you'll appreciate it more than somebody coming off the street who knows nothing about Star Wars and oh, is yeah. watching the film. To someone who doesn't know anything about Star Wars, I mean, like, nothing. Oh, they're not going to like this. It's a generic, man. white male-led sci-fi movie. Yeah. But for anybody who hasn't seen it. But for me, you know, finding out about the Kessler run and the and, and how he won the movie. How he got his name. How he got his name. Um, where he got the influence to be the person that who he is, why he is basically a dude who puts up a good, uh, a good, a good face, but that facade hides somebody who's been hurt for most of his life. You, you find out a lot about the solo character. I didn't ask for the movie, right? But I got it. It's just like once again, you go over to your grandmother's house and she's she's scooping the food, and you're like, "All right, grandma, that's good." And she goes, "Okay." And just keep scooping and keep scooping. You, you're going to eat it because you, you're not trying to get kicked out the crib. But you didn't ask for it. But it's all right. So it's, it's, it's a win-win for me. What I, what I will say is I think a lot of those characters were kind of like meh because the characters they based off of are were meh. Like think about some of the most iconic people in Star Wars. That original – well – "Quote unquote original episodes four through six didn't do anything other than have great costumes. There was no real character development. There was no real impetus to be who they are. Lando Calrissian was dope because Billy D. Williams was playing Lando Calrissian. So we basically had Colt 45, 2085. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's mm -hmm. that's just what it is. And and I think what these new like episodes seven, eight, and nine are, and eventually nine are showing is that they re recognized it are using lore and and the build and the build of the lore from novels and comics and cartoons and adding substance and putting different people in the forefront cuz think about last jedi they wrapped up that that whole star wars story in last jedi like where where for now the 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 jedi era is pretty much over and now you really have something new to go off of with episode nine, where you have a, a whole new path, no more Skywalkers, and you're you're moving how you're gonna move. Right. And and a lot of people like we like to hold on to nostalgia that sucks because it's ours. And when we watch it at a certain time, we we it evokes feelings of familiarity and love because we love things that suck. We love trash things, but for when we saw them when we were younger or or when we were in a different mind state. And then when they don't age well, it's okay. 
It's like, you know, the family member or the spouse that you can see past their physical flaws and appreciate who they are. There's a lot of appreciation for what Star Wars is and not enough real talk about what it was, period, in a vacuum when you talk about the plot holes and the writing. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I, I do agree with you on some of that. But I will say, like, if you talk about characters, the original, you know, the original trilogy, you could see very well-developed characters versus something like... Like who? Like who? Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and no, Lando. but he was naming like Lando and yeah, but Lando's a peripheral. Lando, Vader, Vader was a developed Vader? character in the original. He yeah, even even in, as hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Even in the original, Vader's a very developed character. Vader has a very you know he has an arc. Vader goes his arc. His arc is his redemption. Is him going from the dark side and then Luke eventually redeeming him. Him seeing Luke dying at the hands of the Emperor and realizing that's not the path he wants to go on. You got all of that out of those three movies. Oh, hell yeah, bro. I mean, and you can even get a lot. That's why, like, you didn't let me finish. Like, if you compare those to the prequels, you can see very undeveloped characters in the prequels. You know, because if I asked you about who Han Solo is, there's even a great video by Red Letter Media about this, where they, like, if I asked you about Han Solo, you can name a lot of different character traits. Princess Leia, same thing. Luke Skywalker, same thing. If I asked you about Amidala. 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 <laughs> Abdullah sounds like sells DVDs in Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. So there are, you know, I was, I, I get what you're saying, but there is, you know, the original things aren't perfect. No, and I'm not one of those people who are like, oh my god, this is the greatest. I think Empire Strikes Back is fantastic. I think the Star Wars is great, and Return of the Jedi is cool. You know, but it's like they're not like you know where you said just empty films with empty stuff to remember just because of nostalgia they also do have some weight to them and also some greatness to them boba fett was a snitch who didn't do anything in those three films I, I other literally than said that name and 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 they're gonna make a movie out of him so yeah i know that's insane that that he's, that, a, he's an action figure in space that is yeah that's all right that, next question next question <laughs> i'm just saying Next question is from Philip Winslow. A Leia movie, folks. A Leia movie. Listen. A Leia prequel. It's so, not so that it would be, hard. So you'd say it'd be a layup for them to do a Leia movie. It's not that difficult. A prequel, Leia story, or even Leia after Return of the Jedi and all that time in between. Not that difficult. Last question is coming from Philip Winslow. Philip writes, Hasbro has announced new Power Rangers film. If we get a reboot, should we get another new adaptation or the Boom Studios interpretation of the original series? Which, if you haven't read, is amazing. They've expanded the, PR, the Power Rangers universe in ways I can never imagine. Yeah, I've heard a lot of oh, good I've things heard. about that. I've heard a lot of good things. And I didn't expect yep. to hear a lot of good things about a Power Rangers you know, because I once again, when I talked about we we like to hold on to a nostalgia that didn't age well. Power Rangers, for the most part, was <laughs> yeah, like the original series. Oh my I, God. I was a Tommy Stan. Yo, when he yo Green Ranger, era, I love Green. I was about to say I Green like, Ranger. I will. Yes. If you say it sticks, I will. We will. We will engage in fisticuffs. If you so terrible, I only mess with Tommy. Green I only Ranger, mess with Tommy. White Ranger slander. Yo, yes. my, my man, my man, who was the Black Ranger? Who was the <laughs> He had the red, yellow, green stripes going up and down. Yo. Set. From what I've heard about the Boom Studios thing, I, the expansion of the universe and actually like how good it is. Yeah. That hurt is fire. I, whatever the whatever the Boom Studios version is, yes, please. Right. Or fuck it, that that uh that dark version that's been going around. Yeah, but here, and that's what everyone's been saying, but here's the problem. 
problem. Because Hasbro's picking it up. This is Hasbro we're talking about. What else does Hasbro do that's a very big franchise that is trash every single year? G.I. Joe. Okay, another one. Name one. The, the main one. Transformers. That's okay. what it is. Which up? Transformers. It, it doesn't stop. <laughs> but but so, the, the new Bumblebee trailer, them. though. The Bumblebee. You, you ain't seen that Bumblebee trailer? Yo, I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. I was a little enticed to watch the movie. <laughs> I was a little enticed. It seems like it has feeling. They oh. almost dropped me up until they played um Never gonna get you. Yeah, right then I was like, F this movie. That's what I'm saying. I don't trust you. It's the 80s. No, but Bumblebee kicked it out. He he wanted to hear that um that pusher. If you know, you know. <laughs> Oh my god. Um yeah, I actually like that last Power Rangers movie. I have never read the I did too. Series. Yeah, I like that one. So I, I wouldn't be mad at a continuation of that. Or but they're not. They're gonna that's, they, that's done. They're yeah. gonna I mean, unfortunately, because I do think while obviously it had its problems that last year or the what two years ago now, that movie actually had some some weight to it. like it could have they would could have went somewhere with it. It just needed better writing, but it wasn't all bad. Like it wasn't, it, it was actually pretty enjoyable and it had enough of the nostalgia, but more of the modernization to it that it could have been a relevant story going forward. But we see that that's dead. So Yeah, that's dead. So, and by the time they actually get the cast and all this, all those actors have moved on, everybody have moved on. So, you know, Brian Cranston ain't coming back. His voice of what's his <laughs> name again? Sword on. <laughs> that, now that was a waste of time. I mean, like, come place. on. It's that like you know, my man was Cranston coming off of Breaking Bad. He was getting them checks. Brian Cranston was like, "Give me that bag. Give me that bag." He was not caring He's where. Doing his mortgage movies. Hey, I ain't mad. I, I really just preferred if he ended up being Lex. That would have made my day. But you know, they oh. had to age everybody down. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we missed that one, folks. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for the guac. All right. So if you have any questions at all, you can hit us up. Contact the fanbros.com or on the Twitter or Instagram at fanbros show. And we'll be right back to finish up this episode. Hey, this is Yutide Badaki. I play Bill Quiz on American Gods. And when I am not swallowing up people whole, I am listening to fanbros. Hi, this is Marjorie Liu. And when I'm not bitching about X mocking the movie, I'm listening to fanbros. <laughs> This is Cree Summer, and when I'm not voicing your favorite childhood cartoons or smoking a lot of weed, I'm listening to the Fan Bro Show. Actually, sometimes I do that at the same time. Oh, hey, this is your friendly neighborhood superhero, Gene Gray, and um, I'm I'm currently on a date with Deadpool, but I just left him downstairs to come up here and just uh, say, you know, guys, just just listen to the show. It's Fan Bros. Why would you not? Hold on. I'm coming, honey. Okay. All right. That's Deadpool. Okay. Bye, guys. Hi guys, it's Alfred Woodard, and when you are not just like picking, uh, why don't you listen to Fan Bros? The best people are. Uh, but you know what picking is, it's picking your nose.
Welcome back, Internet. I hope you've been enjoying this episode of Fan Road Show. Make sure you are subscribed on YouTube right now. If you're watching this, hit that like button. Leave a comment, a five-star rating on iTunes. Go over to SoundCloud, click that follow button, hit that subscribe over there. Spotify, wherever you're hearing or seeing us, we thank you for your support because we love y'all. This is Fan Bro Show, the voice of the urban geek. You know, I got to say it again, just in case you're only watching this video on YouTube and not the rest of this. But, you know, it's time for our News of the Week segment. And, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> like, I mean, oh, my God. It, it's, uh, I, I mean, I, like, okay, this so is what, not what, some Marvel versus DC hate. Let me just say that. Okay. Because I just wish <laughs> they would get the ish together right now. Because, Lord have mercy. What in tarnation? What is the problem? What in tarnation are we reading right now? For those who don't know, DC today decided to announce that they are going to go ahead with a Joker film starring Jared Leto's character from the Suicide Squad. So it'll be that version of the Joker set in present day, which means they now have in development at least from Suicide Squad alone, the Birds of Prey film with Harley Quinn in the lead, the Joker film. Uh, and I, at one point it was like Birds of Prey was one movie and Harley Quinn was another movie. So who knows what's really going on? And that's just from the Suicide Squad movie, folks. Oh when we talk about the entire list of DC films in development, it makes when Marvel dropped that big thing when they were leading up to Infinity War, when they had all those movies coming out, like Black Panther, Ant-Man, you know, Guardians 2. They, they listed all them joints. It makes it look minuscule because DC has movie upon movie in development. Like right now they have Joker with Jared Leto. Plus they have a prequel film Joker with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Joaquin oh, Phoenix directed by Todd Phillips, a very dope director, very dope oh. actor. So, but somehow Joaquin is going to transform into Jared Leto. That is... Wait, I didn't even realize Joaquin was playing Joker. Yes. I cannot... Every time I see Joaquin, all I see is an aluminum foil tinfoil hat. That's all <laughs> I can ever when I see him. That and the big beard. So I just, I Such don't. Such a good movie, though. I don't so, see it. I don't see it for him. According to them, it's supposed to be there's going to be multiple universes, right? Okay. Oh, it's not so fucking. It, everything's going to be an universe. origin verse. And oh, that's God. why Joaquin is going to be playing the Joker in the origin verse, and Leto is going to get his own film. I, yo, they, I'm upset. I'm they, upset. They announced so many films, but dogs, like, y'all got directors, y'all got writers, y'all got producers, y'all got movie money. Like, who, 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 they, where they the, have movie coming from? They have the movie money, but that's the problem. They got, they should have never gave these ninjas money. Okay, that's number one. Okay. They don't have a plan. I've been saying this for three, four years now. WB, whatever. They don't have a plan. Who sits there and says, you know what? Let's have multiple universes on stories that are already that don't are already disjointed, don't make any sense. Nothing connects. The TV doesn't connect with the movies. Okay, fine. Now you want to bifurcate characters? Whole ass characters, really? That's right. the dumbest they ever heard. I know you because I, I heard the falsetto in your voice. 
and bifurcate. That's an SAT word. I've ever heard one. Wow. When I get angry, when I get angry, yeah, I get very collegiate. But my God, like come yeah. on, come on, I Mary J. King out this. You know? I mean, the thing is, I was most hype about the Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix joint because I like both of them. I think they're both great creators. So I was really <laughs> hyped. And, and they had like Martin Scorsese is like executive producing it. And it's supposed to be like some 80s mean streets. How about we we just stop doing movies about the Joker? Let's stop. I mean, there is that. We stop. That's why I don't care. Martin Scorsese. I don't give a damn. Stop the movies about the Joker. How about that? Let's do something else. Let's we don't and tell everybody we did. That's what DC (laughs) is. Basically, I was cool when y'all said Harley Quinn because I fucks with Margot Robbie's version. I like it and I get it. And I like the fact that they doing the birds of prey. Okay, cool. Why do you then turn around and then ruin it? Like that's what I'm saying. I don't understand the thought process here. I do not, and yeah. I think it's because they gave these ninjas too much money. And I, I really, I really don't think anyone who sat down and saw Suicide Squad was like, "Yo, what this movie needed and what I needed was more of Jared Leto as the Joker." No, oh god, and oh god. Sorry, I like Jared Leto too. That's no shot to him. I think he's a great actor as well. I like him I just, too, but I, I did not feel his version of the Joker. I didn't have a problem with his version of the joke. I didn't have a problem with it. I just don't care. There we go. Well, okay. I mean, either way you say it, you know. Well, don't let this Joker movie distract you from the fact that we're supposed to have a Batgirl. <laughs> we're supposed to have a Flash who's going through directors like I go through uh, um, tissue when I have a nosebleed. Um, <laughs> we're, we're getting a Birds of Prey. We're getting a Harley Quinn. We're getting two Joker movies. I still haven't seen an Aquaman trailer. Um, <laughs> uh, what am I? What am I missing? What about oh, Green there's Lantern? A there, there, there's a Batman. There's What's, a there's is, a is Green Lantern still in the ether? Never to happen. They might as well announce it at this point. Why not? What's stopping them? You know what? I am announcing that I'm launching a Booster Gold movie. <laughs> Direct to Warner Brothers, not a cartoon, live action Booster Gold. I haven't had a director yet, but currently my sources are telling me that Ben Hamin is on the short list. Okay. And, and we are we are we are not in production yet, but as it's long coming. as I can star in it, because only one man can play Booster Gold, and that is me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You know, find me, you know, you can be Beetle or I can be Beetle. I don't Rasta, care. Rasta Rasta Gold. No, every time you guys start yeah. telling me about well, to you. every time you guys tell me about this DCEU. DC side street stuff like I can't I can't it's too much it don't make no sense and, uh, <laughs> it's not that hard though man I I keep saying I'm advocating for myself I mean it, you guys can find me at WB up a little hint it's it's kind of easy for you guys to find me if you really want to find me but uh if you need an advocate if you need some advice you know I, I don't come cheap but yo it's not that hard. It's not that hard. And you know what? If all these movies end up being fire, I will eat all the crow. Just fry it up. You know, maybe if there's an impossible version, impossible burger <laughs> version of crow, um, <laughs> you know, keep keep it lean. You know, all veggies, no eggs. But um, <laughs> but if uh, you know, if they're fire, so be it. But I don't have a lot of faith in that. Yeah, and you know, as like I said, I was interested in a Joker movie, but there are. 50 million other DC characters that I would rather see before that Joker movie as no. well. No. Yeah. No. 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 There's so many other characters that 
but you know, there's no use crying over spilled milk over there. DC is going to keep doing what they're doing. People are going to keep... DC. Yeah, DC is doing DC. People are going to keep seeing them. We're going to keep seeing them. Warner Brothers is going to Warner Brothers. That's Warner what Warner Brothers is going to Warner Brothers. So you know, they a Warner Brothers. They were announcing 15 more movies that they, we don't know what the hell is going on. How about that? <laughs> warn us. Who won't warn us? What brothers they going to warn? Jared Leto must got info on somebody over there because wow, that's a I wasn't even mad now. I'm tight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but you know, speaking of comics right now, normally we would have our section comics. I copped. But you know, what? this week, you know, Paddle. Jeff, you know, Jeff J was out enjoying his life, living the oh, best life he could. Wow. Oh, <laughs> Yo, what is that? The what, what? What's the name of the bus? What bus? What's the bus lines in L.A.? Uh, I, I think it's the ninety-two. I just threw the you. The ninety-two up. is that what you driving, dog? <laughs> That's the bus you driving. They got Metro Card out there. They did. Wow. Yeah, you know we got we wow. got above the line subways, everything. You know, there's all kind of things. The train, dog. Yeah. Everybody drove. I didn't know y'all really took buses. I only saw that in um. Uh, what was it, Juice or South Speed. Central? What about Speed? You seen Speed? That was in L.A. and they were driving a bus all through that drink. You they might as well be Keanu then. Right the top of that shit and go me over. <laughs> that wow. L.A. weather got to him. He's a different person, man. I know, you know what I mean? Oh. You get no, good weather and you get fair weather. That's that Hollywood hot meme. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Beverly Trill, Billy, you know, bring a new band. <laughs> like, no, Hulk Hogan went to WCW and came back and rude as fuck. NWO, said, baby. <laughs> it's a new world order out here um but yeah no we do not have our comments i copped you know the only thing i've been reading this week is rereading black monday murders if you're not out there buying it you should last week we were talking about that uh thanos quest i mean infinity gauntlet both of those are amazing but we do have some really i mean like incredible mind-blowing news mm -hmm. coming for comics i cop so everyone out there Keep using that hashtag. Let me know what comics you're copying. Comics I copped is the hashtag. Use it because, I mean, I really, this is like one of them level things I just can't get over. You know, y'all are going to be so mad, so overjoyed. So much greatness coming for comics I cop. Thank you to, I won't say that just yet, but you know, <laughs> it is some amazing things coming. So don't worry, we'll be right back here. Me and Jeff will have enough selections. I see Tatiana got that kick-ass bat there. Mm -hmm. That's not one I'm going to recommend this week. What? <laughs> shade. Wait a minute. It's actually a really good book. Were you trying to be shady? Really? I liked it. Is it, though? <laughs> let's, not, let's, let's not do that. Wow, you're a hater. I'm going to keep it 100. I don't have the energy to, to defend kick-ass tonight. You're but a hater, man. Outlets, if you want to know the ex exclusive scoop and you're paying... Hit me up at Jeff J says I can be the bottom of I can agree with at least 75% validity what the announcement is. But if it comes out that it's wrong, it's not really my fault. <laughs> I mean, but if you pay it, let me know. Kick ass was, you know. I think you're being a hater, but okay. It was cool. I mean, you know, I've read Punisher before, you know. Just because you put him in a little white boy instead of an older white boy doesn't really oh, make much difference. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. This wow. Wow. All right. So, like I said, if you want to use that hashtag comments like cop, make sure you keep using it. Thank you for everyone who's been using it. We got some super, super incredible news coming. 
And anything else before we get out of here? I mean, I know y'all over there on that side got all kind of big announcements and big things happening. You know, just just like I just to remind you guys, this Saturday I am going to be at Union Hall in Brooklyn with the Dylan, with Real Life Kaz, with Mike Brown, with Jean Grey, the Jean Greasy herself, rap rapper extraordinaire, um, and we are. And creator, we are going to be doing Super Video Brothers, which is a show where we make fun of music videos. So it's going to be fire. I am so excited and just really pleased that I'm one of the hosts this time around. So definitely come through this Saturday. I think it starts at like 10 p.m. or so. But just follow me on social media. You'll get all the information there. Come through. Show love. I appreciate it. All right. And, and I, I will uh, I'll be in my crib working on my feng shui. It's a really um, important time in my life. And, you know, we don't really have any guests at the moment, uh, but we're going to have a lot of arrangement and organization in this chaos. So yeah. be sure to check that out. And maybe I'll go on IG Live and let y'all know what, what the linoleum is looking like. 